0: Welcome to Tarot for the Wild Soul, a podcast that explores the tarot through an inclusive, soul-centered, trauma-informed perspective for growth, healing, and evolution. I'm your host, Lindsay Mack. Hello loves and welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Lindsay Mack, and as always, just sincerely could not be more grateful to be gathered with all of you in this virtual space. Thank you so much for being here with me. We have a really juicy, um, download for this week, which is, uh, honestly why this episode is late. Um, I have family in town, so I've been sort of in and out, um, energetically in terms of like, I'm not working. <laughs> so it's a little harder to come back to, uh, to the pulse point of, of channeling collectively um but i had a couple pockets in which to record that were really spacious and i really was finding that nothing was coming and i was getting sort of unclear slippery pulls and so i waited and i think that's what i want to start with is that the energy and the the uh kind of um capacity, like what's possible this week is very, very large. In other words, we have, it may be like a week where nothing happens for you. And you might just think like, okay, like whatever. It's the internal piece that's so important this week. Um, So it's very large, depending on what we're kind of working with internally. It might be really significant. It might not be, it might be very subtle, what I know is this, that we are in October working very, very hard on kind of always coming back gently to this theme of October, which is clearing the path easier said than done to really simplify this theme and how it's working with us. Um, and hopefully I will simplify it. We are all really being asked to kind of shift away from the way we've been doing things that haven't ever worked for us really, or are no longer working. We're humans. It's very common, very typical to be like, oh, this is the path I know, right? It's, if we have a kind of a grooved neural pathway, we're like, well, this is what feels familiar and safe and okay. Like, you know, this is what worked before. It's very, very scary. And, and, the crux of soul work, really, to kind of sit with ourselves and say, okay, this isn't working, or this used to work and doesn't anymore, or I feel complete with this, but I don't know if there's anything better. I don't know if there's anything else. I don't know, whatever. And really what I'm kind of getting is that I don't know if I'd use the word better but what's trying to come about for us right now is something that's much more sustainable. Sustainability is really the word of the moment now that we've sort of tipped to a point with the climate where in some ways there's kind of no turning back in terms of the degradation and the destruction. And because we are not separate from that the idea of sustain there's just so much energy energetically speaking that the world can hold that's out of alignment and this is an opportunity for all of us for the people who are in really big positions to make changes around that idea of sustainability and those of us who have the power to make very small uh overarching shifts and changes it's it's a kind of a holistic sustainability beyond the kind of peace that binds us to the larger natural world. Um, I don't want to speak for every person. <laughs> I hope that this doesn't find you, but I think we're all living somewhere in the range of, uh, f- we're all living in the spectrum of burnout right now. Some of us might be just a little bit you know, our cup is a little bit less full. Some of us might be like way past burnout, fried. And um, the bigness of historical events and of all kinds of different worldly things, they're not necessarily going to slow down. So we're kind of being asked to make these really, really large shifts in relationship to Clearing the Path, which is our, again, our theme for the month, because essentially what's going on is that spirit, the universe, our our wise inner self, I think all of them are one and the same, to be honest, they all work in concert together, are trying to place things in front of us that are more supportive than we are bringing in on our own. And to make space for that, we have to actually cultivate a little bit more comfort with standing or existing in the unknown, in the kind of mist, in the void, so to speak. So that, believe it or not, is the TLDR of like kind of the larger picture. And we've talked for the last few weeks about we keep pulling cards that are really present and supportive for that larger theme. The big, big thing this week is it's all about clearing emotional debris. Emotional debris takes up a lot of bandwidth and a lot of space. If we're running old stuff, old programs, if old beliefs are popping up, taking the wheel of the car and kind of wrenching it to the right or the left. Old beliefs feel so true. And it's very, very hard to differentiate unless we're very careful and very aware of our own patterning. And even when we are aware, we can get tripped up all the time, which is understandable. Very, very easy to have beliefs pop up, have us believe them because they feel so true and have them take us to the right or the left when it's really, we're we're kind of having a conversation or having an engagement with someone that's like straight down the middle or moving in the opposite direction. In other words, we can constantly put things on other people, relationships, situations that are not true anymore or that haven't ever been true. Because of our own trauma or our own wounding, our own pain, we can keep perpetuating these stories that, again, feel they're like, we want to honor those stories without necessarily letting them drive the car. We want to say like, whoa, these feelings are here. They deserve to be tended to. They deserve to be scooped up and kind of, um, well, tended to, (laughs) you know, and honored without necessarily saying like, this is true. So we can validate without validating, if that makes sense. Hopefully, it does. Our two cards for the week ahead that have been coming up. I remember I was saying I've I've been having kind of slippery pulls, and um, what I mean by that is kind of when you pull and the sense is like it's slippery. That's the best way to explain it. And when doing collective readings, if I feel that the energy doesn't really stick to the wall, I'll kind of wait because that typically tells me that there's a lot moving around and it could change. It could veer one direction or another very quickly or it, you know, so, um, the two cards that kept coming up though over and over again, almost like hilariously (laughs) how much, um, were three of swords and the sun. So, one of our big opportunities this week is to clear that emotional debris. And Three of Swords is one of our best helpers with regard to that. Now, I know you've heard me speak this before, unless you're new or newer. In that case, welcome. Um, Three of Swords doesn't predict any shock, heartbreak, betrayal, stabbing in the back. I, prom- I my, You have my word that if there is something that pops up for you this week that you feel is a betrayal, that you feel is kind of a shock, I I promise you that it's not because three of swords (laughs) rolled up. The truth is that all of us have huge wounds already, huge points of tenderness, huge pain points that are right there places of sensitivity, places where we were bullied, places where we get down on ourselves where we where we lock into shame, where we lock into a story of like this person, I'm a victim or I'm the or um, I I, you know, whatever it is. and it that's not to say by the way, like obviously people are in spaces where they are the victim of of other people's harmful behavior that happens all the time. Um, sometimes though, I I'll speak for myself that there are times where, because I was abused, I do get into these flows sometimes where I think I'm a victim of this. I'm a victim. And I'm not really not. And I also have been a victim. So I think like both, both can be present, but there are times when I find myself feeling like, think I'm playing out something really old here and I don't think what I, you know, it can be hard. <laughs> it can be really intense. So I'm not saying that, um, I hope what I'm saying is clear. And I I trust that you'll know. I trust that you'll remember that this is just an invitation and that I honor anyone who's moving through an experience of of victimhood. And also at the same time, a lot of us can go through periods where we think, This is happening to me and it may be that we're coming from a very old place that doesn't actually have anything to do at this moment, some of the time, right? So all that to say that three of swords doesn't predict or bring any of those problems. We have those right there. All of us have been, you know, on the receiving end of, of really painful Hurtful behavior. All of us have been devastated by the actions. All of us have been at the mercy of confusion, being misunderstood. Some of us have been betrayed. Some of us have been totally stabbed in the back, have our, our, our heart be completely broken. What happens when we're in Three of Swords, whether it's super, super subtle, very overt, very emotional, very kind of like, you know, again, more even keeled? What usually happens is that for one reason or another, and again, it doesn't, we don't need an inciting incident for it because I think for all of us, it's just there. There's a wound in the heart. There's a wound in our heart space. The heart is hurting in some way, shape, or form. It's longing for something or wishing something could be different than it is, but there's hurt there, right? Or there's grief there or there's anger there or there's um, regret there. And with that present, with those raw feelings present, what the mind can sometimes do, remember this is swords, is try to sweep us away from the pain. God bless the mind because it's always trying to protect. Sometimes it really like trips over its own feet. (laughs) Like it doesn't quite get it right. Isn't quite very helpful, but it does try. So it tries to kind of sweep us away from the pain and it'll kind of click us over into trying to figure out what action to take to make us feel better, trying to figure out like distraction. It's all kind of like removing us from just being with the fact that this hurts. And before we speak on it, before we clarify, before we, maybe not before we clarify, but sort of before we seek to button up the issue, Three of Swords actually asks us to be with the pain because we love ourselves and because we're trying, we're endeavoring to love ourselves. We're endeavoring to be unconditional to ourselves, meaning we don't need to be any kind of way for us to be lovable and worthy you know which i don't know about you i'm not there with my self trust and believe but i do think that's one of the major goals of my life is to become a little bit more unconditionally loving toward myself every day and i often fail at it um, spectacularly <laughs> but i try so all that to say we have the opportunity this week to like kind of take hands, like take, do like a real robust, like fist bump or a, or a clasping of hands or a big hug, or, um, I'm thinking of like some sort of like She-Ra power shake or some shit like that, (laughs) like a Power Rangers, like, I don't know, like a Care Bears today, or we're being asked to kind of like work with, The Three of Swords to clear out the emotional debris. That doesn't mean we cry, although it could be. It doesn't mean we like confront like the people who did us wrong. You know, it, who knows what it means, but it can help. If there's something in there to just be with, like, whoa, this hurts, or whoa, this was so scary, or whoa, this is hard. Three of Swords wants us to feel that and be with that because on the other side of it is clarity in a way that we can't get to without going through the journey of the pain there is every time we choose to be with ourselves choose to kind of like show up without seeking to fix we actually wind up it's an initiation it's a it's a medicine It's a journey of cultivating medicine. It is an initiation. Every single time we show up to ourselves and we just say, This really, really hurts, and I'm here. Is there anything that I can do for ourselves? It's a healing completely. And it is every time I've sort of really gone on a Three of Swords experience, sort of as an anchor. and if something happens in my life and I'm aware, like, this is totally three of sorts and I can call upon the medicine of this card, every time that happens, there's always a healing on the other side. What bothered me doesn't quite bother me in the same way. What I would have spoken or said to someone in the moment before I was with the pain is always radically different than what I say on the other side. It's not even that the words are different, but my intention, what I need from them, what I don't need from them, it's totally different. And clearing that emotional debris, getting stuff off our chest, not holding on to things and attempting to like make it okay or make, you know, whatever and also not adding pressure to have to know exactly what to say or whatever. All of that sort of lands under Three of Swords' purview. And through that work with that card, we kind of reach collectively and are able to connect with the sun. The sun is one of our big present anchors and invitations this week. It does really live and sort of Lord, uh, it's probably the wrong word, but, um, kind of reigns supreme, I suppose, over this idea of clarity. So to recap, it's a very important week containing lots of opportunities to clear and make room emotionally and psychically. This week, we may find ourselves revisiting things and reflecting on how We have changed. We're visiting or moving back into some sort of other or older um, engagement, or being able to um, move into a connection with someone, or having an opportunity that um, we had before, but not quite in the same way we do now. And reflecting on how we're different or how we're the same, it might be really important this week to see how our relationship to these things has evolved or not evolved because of our own growth. So this week is really about scraping off the layers and scooping out that old debris so we have room on this road to receive what we what is actually way more supportive and sustainable for us and what we, uh, I think, really are desiring in a soul-guided way. And it's going to provide a lot more awareness. And that is again, where the sun comes in. The sun is a weird card to get for like a pull of the day or a pull of the week, because it's so big. Um, But when sort of contextualized in this way, the sun represents the completion of a long, long cycle. It's a journey through the desert, through the brambles, through the nighttime, over the over the hill and dale. After that really long journey, the sun is the arms of the loving person or people that wait for us on the other side. They're the cool, tall drink of water after we're parched and thirsty. It's the relief. It's the rest. It's the shrugging off of the debris that not just allows us to come to a kind of um, still point after a long time of work. Uh, We really are working toward the sun from the moment we leave the chariot. So from the end of line one to basically the end, almost the end of line three, we're working our balls off in terms of our soul work and, and the journey through the major arcana it is no joke so when we get to the sun it's not like everything's peachy i mean we do hit the judgment card next <laughs> you know like if we're talking about that the sun is a very crucial moment where it's not that everything's okay it's not that everything's perfect it's not that we're happy or there's harmony or like whatever we get everything we want which is fantasy it's that there's clarity there's enough perspective, space, and time to be able to look back and go, holy shit, I'm a different person. I have changed. Maybe not for the better. Maybe we say, like, I'm bitter. I'm, I'm angry. I'm like, I don't like this the way I've become. I'd like to change it. And I wonder what could be possible here in the realization, and the confronting, in the willingness to allow that kind of light to illuminate what wants to be seen, what has to be seen, right? The awareness. It could be that with the sun, with the medicine of this card this week, we look around and think, I'm so grateful for what I have, even though things like are still tough in some areas, right? It's also giving us the opportunity for perspective. I'll share from my own life that I have a family member visiting now who also visited when my daughter was just two months old, just about two months old. Um, and my daughter's eight months, so six months. And I can't help but remember where I was in terms of my mental health, six months ago when she came and it was, um, dire, (laughs) like bad, bad, as, as bad as it could get. And I have to say, I don't really feel like myself still, but, um, I am, I have absolutely gotten, I have recovered so much more than I think I give myself credit for. That, in a nutshell, is the sun. It's not happy. It's not harmony. It's not like everyone's singing and dancing. It is a moment to look back and go, oh my God, I have changed. I have changed. I have walked. I have moved through. I have traveled this road. And I actually have evolved on it. It's a crucial, crucial time of awareness and celebration for how much we've changed. Now, if we're thinking about clearing old debris and clearing the path and making space, a crucial ingredient to the sun card being here with us this week is if we are fighting, the knowing that things are ready to change, evolve, expand. If we have, to, if we're, we are, we know that certain things are complete and they're just not working for us anymore. Whatever it is, the sun card can help to clarify where we have actually outgrown some of the stuff that we are attempting to cling on to. New is scary. It, com- it has us confronting all different kinds of things about trust in the universe, trust in spirit, trust around support. Will we be taken care of? Can we ask for what we want? Are we ever going to receive it? You know, a- again, like there's there's a lot that comes up around if this old way isn't working, then we have to make space for something new. And that does mean that we kind of have to make room for it. You know, energetically, psychically, realistically. Um, we we may have to make changes, we may have to re- reprioritize. The sun is a it is in one way or another this week, we are wrapping up some part of a of a journey that we have traveled, that we are not traveling in the same way anymore. It could be like This week for me, I don't know if I feel this way today, but it could be that I have a moment later this week where I go, "Wow, I don't know that I feel, I mean, I am absolutely still postpartum, but it could be an awareness like, oh, wow, I don't feel like the same way anymore. And, whoa, I remember when I did, or it could be for you. Whoa, I don't feel like a total beginner at this thing anymore, or I'm I'm realizing I'm not unhappy with the lack of this or that, or I do want this or that, or whatever it is. It's a really important opportunity for reflection. And I think an awareness that we do heal, you know, we do... Come out the other side. We do always have the opportunity to regenerate. It's not that we're the same. It's not that we don't go through things that don't leave scars, but that we do grow around those places. That there's always opportunity to kind of sense into where we've changed and grown and evolved. where There are moments where we really get that chance to reflect and this week is definitely one of them. And it is serving to sort of clear the path and make sense of stuff that, like, again, I don't know about you. Now we did pull tethered one last week. Um, I don't know about you, but there has been a lot for me that's been super suspended. I've been told for, I mean, literally six months, like, clear the fucking decks. You're going to do an offering for Salin, and it's going to be about this. It's been popping into my head and hanging out with me for six months. I've been taking notes on this offerings now crickets. <laughs> and now I think if you've been around long enough, you'll, you'll know that th- maybe now that I've said this and put it out into the world, everything will kind of comport itself and it will come out in a week plus like two, two and a half weeks. I don't think so. But, um, I, I've just been like, okay, you know, what can I do? I can't push it. If it doesn't want to come, it doesn't want to come. So there's something very important here for us about reflection, about revisiting, about clearing that emotional debris, about letting come up what wants to come up and kind of letting it be processed back out. So, Swirly, I'd say. I'd say it's not swirly bad, but swirly like deeply internal this week. It's a deeply internal week. And I say embrace it. I say embrace it. Don't isolate, but embrace it. If you're having a lot of stuff come up personally, you share it if it feels right, but like really capture those moments you know, really, really be with that now. So if you feel called to be super social, I think that's great. Or if you're like going to work every day, doing your thing, you're never alone. It still doesn't mean that it's not an internally directed week. So I think working with these two energies can be super, super helpful for us this week. Um, And hopefully all of this download is useful. And we're going to complete our episode today with a question from one of our listeners named Heather, um, which I think is really, really apropos for this week. Heather asks, my question is how to handle or interpret big cards that come up for small questions. For example, when doing a spread, your beautiful full moon spread. Thank you. For the question, how can I tend to this wound, which was king of cups, what does it need from me now? I pulled the world. There are so many different ways I feel that this could be interpreted, but it really felt like a big energy to appear when I asked about something to me that felt smaller and more tender. This is an issue that has appeared before often with the world or judgment, and I don't know what to make of it. Beautiful question. And I do think it's apropos because I honestly, just as a, as a, um, Messenger for whatever the collective invitation was this week. I felt that way upon pulling the sun. I was kind of like, what the hell do we do with this for the week? It's like, it's such a big, again, the sun is really broad, but also really specific. But also when you pull it, sometimes you feel nothing and other times you do. And like, it's slippery. It's very, very hard to get a handle on the sun. And more importantly, how to kind of harness and work with it. So hopefully again, I did the pull justice this week. Um, Okay. So to your question, this is how I would work with it, right? So I'm actually going to speak to your specific question, Heather, and then I'm going to zoom out and say like, what if we pull the world for like our pull of the day or a pull of the week? So how can you tend to the wound? that you were kind of, um, reading on, you pulled King of Cups. So to me, that would indicate, um, and again, I'm not tuning in for you right now because I don't have your consent to do that. But what I would likely tell you if I was doing a guest or if I was doing student teacher work with you, which is sort of what we're doing now, is that I would say that One of the ways that you can tend to whatever the wound was that you were speaking about is by thinking about exchange of energy, how you receive for what you give, how you give for what you receive is that out of balance, imbalance. When you show up in service, when you show up to the world as somebody who may be of service, and again, if you're a nurse, if you're a therapist, if you're a parent, if you are. Um, somebody taking complaints on a telephone line. If you're in customer service, like whatever, I suppose those are two customer service examples, but like, whatever, whatever you happen to be doing, we all serve other folks. Like whether you're like, uh, you know, whatever. And you know, you do, we're always in an exchange with other people. And King of Cups has to do with like, what are we available to give what have we received in order to make that kind of giving possible? Six of Pentacles is a very similar energy, but King of Cups really kind of um, shows up as how we interact with people. Like what are, how we take care of ourselves in the broader sense of how we Serve how we show up, how we tend, how we caretake that kind of thing. And if what it needs from you now is the world, again, if I was reading for you without tuning in for you, so without sort of the the larger help from spirit, um, what I would say is that there's a bigger, vaster evolutionary soul piece that might need your attention. In other words, what are the bigger ancestral patterns around this idea? What are some of the larger things around this idea? Like, for example, if I I know for myself and if I see like, how can I tend, let's say I get, I'm pulling on anger and I'm like, well, what is this feeling need for me? And I get King of Cups that for me personally is a very clear, signif, you know, um, signifier that would let me know there needs to be some sort of adjustment in the way that I interact with community, interact with my family, like what I, what I'm receiving versus what I'm giving. And that's on me. I have to look at that and really be clear about what I'll accept, what I want to accept, what I can ask for, what can I pay for? What do I, you know, what, what are my boundaries, like, how do I take that space or not take that space? And if I pull the world, I know for myself, that shit is an old thing with me. Like there's a lot in my family ancestrally around, like, I take on everything. I don't tell anyone what I need and then I explode <laughs> like in one way or another. And it's, it's hard to outrun that pattern. It's also hard to catch it before it goes into full gear. So for me, I would see it as like, what how, what does it need from me now? I need to click over into anytime we pull a major arcana, it's an opportunity to A, surrender to something bigger than us, kind of moving us through, and B, work with spirit around it. So that would click me over into like, okay, I need to look at, you know, the world is ruled by Saturn and Saturn does have to do with ancestral pieces, bigger pieces, karmic pieces, like all of these larger Evolutionary soul pieces. What it needs from us right now might just be an awareness. Like, whoa, those are much, much bigger themes here. Can I plug into those and remember that I have the opportunity to make some huge changes in this area? Or what it needs from me is to surrender and remember the fact that this is in the process of of changing and shifting in some way. Because the world really does mean that we're clearing something out completely and that we're never going to go back to it in the same way that we did before. So that is how I would work with that pull in relationship to how you pulled it. Now, let's say we pulled the world for like the day. Sometimes we can do that and it can be really overwhelming (laughs) because we can think like, what, how do I work with this today? Um, I would say whenever I get a major arcana and I pull it for the day, it's kind of like, and it's not to imply like there's a sense of just like shrugging off any personal responsibility. It's totally not like that, but there's just kind of an energetic clicking over and a shifting into another gear of the car where I go, okay, I know that major arcana, cards are like ocean waves. And I know that when I kind of kick off on my boogie board, in other words, do my work, the wave is going to take me where it wants to take me. So I kind of do the spiritual energetic equivalent of kicking off on my boogie board. I might just literally say, okay, spirit, this is a big card for a little day. I am open and available for any, you know, the world specifically for Clearing away something that is no longer in service. I am totally available to um, become clear on an aspect of my life that's ready to be shed with the world card and maybe that can be cleared today. I'm ready to plant seeds for the world to kind of be quietly working with me for a while, but really be, you know, super present today. So that's one way of doing it. If we pull it for an energy like the week, it really is a a beautiful block of time to get kind of curious and open, like put on our little world card glasses and (laughs) sort of look around and say like, whoa, this is interesting. Okay. Like what's, what is coming up again and again and again and again around this to help me understand that there's a really big clearing and a shedding process that's happening here. So the kind of long story short piece of this is I think that when we can remember that even with those big, like to kind of round this out, um, I would say judgment is a similar idea, but judgment is actually a, a pretty useful card to get for the short term because it does have to do with letting us know hey, there's a process in place happening. And I would, I would apply that to the world as well. Sometimes when we pull these big sweeping energies for the day for a random little tender pull, it can really kind of let us know like, hey, there's a bigger process going on with regard to what this needs from you, with regard to how you can be in surrender or whatever. And the more you can open to it, the better it will be but there's nothing you have to quote do like judgment really does have to do with almost like a stark clearing of a blindfold of some kind like seeing something for what it is in a way that is subterranean. And I think it's a cousin of justice in a way justice has to do with seeing things as they are, not as we would prefer them to be so that we can really be an initiate of change, Judgment has to do with seeing the layers of why something is and seeing the deeper underscores of why things are happening. And it can be really, really heavy duty. And it is a kind of an excavation. It is a kind of a clearing. It is a kind of an underworld journey. Um, But it's a larger process that sometimes when we pull it in the short term, it can just let us know, hey, this is actually happening around you right now and the more you can be aware of it the more you can sort of just keep it in your mind and be a support for it. So hopefully that's a good contextualization for how these much much larger cards can show up in little questions and how we can sort of effectively work with them or not quote unquote work with them. Just be aware of them which I think is um really sort of half the battle. So thank you so much for being here, all of you. And um, I will really, really look forward to connecting with all of you next week. Until then, please take exquisite care of yourselves.